You're tuned into Two is Better Than One with your host, Arlene, and DJ Johnny C. Now, Let's welcome everyone to Two is Better Than One, and here are the two. My name is Arlene, and hosting today is myself and the other host, DJ Johnny C. We're so glad to be here today on this uh, special segment that we do. And we all need some positivity and inspiration in these trying times. Would you agree, Johnny? Oh, absolutely. Johnny, how have you been? It's been a while since we actually taped our show. How's everything been in the studio? Ah, everything's good. You know, Planet Beat is good and... um. You know, I'm just keeping everything on an upbeat level and COVID is starting to die down and the show is getting better and I'm just trying to stay positive with the Lord in front of me every step of the way in my life. Yes, Johnny. I um later on I'm going to Johnny's going to share about some of the wonderful um messages and comments that he has received um in regards to his being open with the things of the Lord on his channel. And so today we just want to informally and very relaxed just want to share some thoughts and share some words and share some of our experiences in hopes to encourage you. Hey, we just want to be transparent and play some wonderful music. Absolutely. Uh, of course, by DJ Johnny C, his mixes. You'll be Thank hearing you. that because I don't play the music. I sing it. You know, Johnny, <laughs> the other day I came across, and I'm going to put it on now. These are That's right, thoughts. my thoughts. And my Let thought was from a year ago, and it popped up on my timeline. And it said, as I wrote it myself that day, Never act impulsively or make decisions fueled by emotions. Never try to keep pushing a door open that God has already closed. And most of all, hmm, never let your past become a mountain to block you into walking into your best. Johnny, that alone blew my mind how the Lord deposits the Holy Spirit things in us, either to write or to do, and then a year later it pops up and it's still kind of a present reminder of what we must not do. Never, number one, act impulsively or make decisions fueled by emotions. Now, Johnny, I wanted to talk a little on that because I have experienced that women and men process this differently. Women, most of us, when something happens to disrupt us, we tend to kind of take a step back after we have the panic attacks. And we then wait if we're in the Lord on God and don't act impulsively. But I've noticed that some men I know are quicker to want to fix it. So they take a step forward quicker without maybe first seeking the Lord. Have you ever acted impulsively and said, why did I do that now that you're in the Lord? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Um, look, I try to get smarter as I get older, but sometimes <laughs> I got to tell you, I amaze myself. <laughs> and I catch myself a few minutes later and I'm like, why did you do that? Or why did you say that? Or, you know, it's very hard to not act impulsively. But the Lord tells us that we shouldn't do that. But being human, sometimes we vent and sometimes we jump to conclusions and we don't look 
at what we're doing and saying. We just act on it. And like I said, you know, sometimes I'm my, my fiercest critic. And then I think about it and I say, you know what? I'm only human. And it's not an excuse, but um, I try and think about what I do. But life um, sometimes isn't fair. And we get overburdened with stuff in our everyday life. And we start, you know, overthinking things. And we act on impulse when really we should take a deep breath and we should think about what we're doing and what we're saying and try and deal with things with a level head, which isn't always easy. Do you think, Johnny, that's because uh, men usually want to fix things? Is that correct? Fix something. There's a problem. So you kind of you're in action, action. Men, you know, lead into action. Well, that's me. Uh, my my biggest problem is I'm impatient instead of leaving something for tomorrow. I won't go to bed until it's done that day. If I start painting, yes, I could be painting till 12 o'clock at night when anybody else would just say, well, I'll finish tomorrow. And that's just me. And yes, I would agree that some people, um, I don't know about men. I think men can, men can sometimes do things, um, quicker than women. Um, and I'm not generalizing in any way. I'm saying, you know, um, but yeah, I guess you got a point there. It's, that's how I am. You experience that, yes, that men are pretty much created by God to want to fix, to want to, you know, most of them. That's, you know, to fix, to try. If there's a problem, they want to try to fix it quickly. We women, some of us, we're more thinkers, and you read it biblically as well. We meditate a little more. It's not that we procrastinate. It's that we take a moment to, uh, what can I say, process everything before acting. And I just think it's not that one is better than the other. I think they complement each other. When two people get together, there's a kind of a sense of, of, uh, of a balance that can come into a relationship or it can become something that you bump heads and say, why did you do that? But have you found that because you know that about yourself now and that you could be impulsive, have you found yourself checking yourself and saying, mm, I remember when I did that and you Kind of hold yourself back a little bit now. Um, I would definitely say that. Yeah, I've done some things where I've caught myself and said, what were you thinking? What I want to say about women, though, is a lot of men act, as you're saying, on the spur of the moment. I have to say, a lot of women are very patient, and a lot of women... I feel are smarter because they think before they act and a man will just act sometimes. Now that could be good sometimes, or it could be bad. And sometimes I welcome the opinion of a woman. Um, when I'm about to act, somebody may say to me, well, don't you think maybe we should do it this way? Or don't you think maybe we should wait? And and then, you know, sometimes I'll give it a thought and I'll hold back. Or being me and being Mr. Impatient and Mr. Overanalyze Everything, which isn't always a bad thing. No, it's not. 
uh, I'll just want to get it done. And that that's really me, honestly. Um, once I start doing something with music, I'm on a mission. It's just day and night in this studio working on stuff. And- well, you see, Johnny, I'm the same in that way. So there is a time and a place when you're like dedicating yourself to something and and uh, and there's a goal before you and you want to accomplish it. That's that's I believe that's just that's perfect. That's that's just part of uh just being people who who like to finish what they start. But the you know the impulsivity that I was talking about is the one that we were talking about, you know, before. And it's the fact that we don't think or pray before we act out. And I think that we've all male or female have been guilty of doing such in many points of our lives. Um um in in regards to being young and immature. But as we grow And as we grow in the Lord, the Holy Spirit nudges at us. There's this feeling that, or this reminder in us that says, remember what happened last time when you did that, or you acted that way and you catch yourself for one, Johnny, I think we're similar in this way. We, if somebody, someone pushes us, we're being patient as can be. We're minding our own business. We're doing what we're supposed to be doing. And all of a sudden, somebody gets used in a negative way to just push our buttons. I think that we in the Lord have learned to be patient and a little more patient. But Johnny, doesn't it come a time that sometimes you just want to push back? Yeah, there's, um, you know... Give me an example, Johnny. Share with the people the reality of what happened. I'll give you an example. I told you a few weeks ago. (laughs) A few weeks ago, and I'm going to plug myself quickly. I'm trying to get people to subscribe to me Uh on TikTok, Planet Beat Nation, because I want to get 1,000 followers so I could start streaming. Right. I've been putting music up there. Three-minute videos is what they allow. And they keep taking them down because the copyrights they're claiming. And these are remixes of mine, of old school. Well, I sent your husband a few texts about that. And um, I had steam coming out of my ears. And I did exactly what you're telling me not to do. Impulsively acting. And, you know, some of my language wasn't very colorful. And uh, I look back and I say, you know... You got to you got to take a different approach. But I was angry. I put up six videos. They took down all these other people. They don't bother them. I'm saying, what is going on? I just was very angry and um, impulsively. You know what that that falls into? Because you impulsively reacted, but you reacted naturally because anybody would be frustrated and angry. We get that. But since we're walking in the Lord now, the reason that you noticed that it was impulsive and it was in a reaction that was impulsive is because now you know better because the Holy Spirit has taught you that that's not going to get us anywhere but frustrated, angry, sick, and we're going to accomplish nothing. And this is where this falls in that I read. Never try to keep pushing to open a door that God might have closed. And the thing is that sometimes it's not closed for good. It's closed temporarily out of service per se, because God is working something out in us. And it's not necessarily something that is always a negative thing that we think in us, like 
but I'm trying, but I'm being good, but I'm being this. No, it's just God because God wants to refine us and bring us closer to whom he wants us to be. But naturally speaking, Johnny, what you did was react in a way that so many of us would at that moment, you know, but knowing, <laughs> but knowing that you not supposed to do that because God, because God had put that in your heart. The Holy Spirit is already showing that you love the Lord and that you've grown. Well, I want to tell you three things. One, yes, I love the Lord. The Lord is number one in my life. Amen. If it wasn't for him, I would have nothing. It's only through the Lord Jesus Christ that I have what I have in my life. That's the only reason. It's not because I work hard. Yeah, I work hard because the Lord is guiding me. But there's three things. That's one. Two, I asked the Lord a long time ago for wisdom. My eyes opened when I was in my mid-30s. Now, I was always um, a good Catholic, good Christian. I always believed in the Lord, and fought, but I had a hard time in my life, and I turned to him, and he was there for me. And all of a sudden, my eyes opened, and I saw him doing his work in my life. And it just absolutely mesmerized me as to how he was doing this. And I was seeing it. I was, I was um, taken back that he loved me enough to give me what I needed to pick me up off my feet and get me back on the right track. And my life has been the best it's ever been ever since. So when my eyes open, it's a totally different thing. I see the Lord do his work in my life. And like I said, I asked for wisdom and I'm getting it. I'm noticing now as I'm getting further along in being um, a follower of Christ, a believer. Um, what could I, how can I put it? Um, uh somebody that truly puts his life in his hands to lead. Amen. I want him to lead me in the direction. Amen. He wants Amen. Me. Um, I'm getting the wisdom because I'm not getting aggravated at things that used to aggravate me anymore. Mm -hmm. What I'm doing is sitting back and I'm saying, no, I'm going to let the Lord do what he thinks is right for me. And what I learned was this. It's my life consists of not always what I think is best for me. It's what <laughs> oh, is yep. best for me. And I don't understand it sometimes. Amen. And I say, Lord, why is this happening to me? What 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 do you want from me? And it's it's not till two or three weeks later that I get the answers that I want. And now when things don't go the way that I want them. I don't blame him or get upset. Well, I may get upset, but I say, you know what? This must be what the Lord wants. And I trust he's my savior and I trust in him and he's going to do what's right for me. And I let him lead me where he wants me. Amen. Proverbs eight eleven says, I seek Skillful and godly wisdom. It is better than rubies or pearls. And all the things that may be desired are not compared 
with it. Amen. What Johnny just said is that when we seek godly wisdom, there is nothing on earth, nothing that we have desired that can compare to it. Because it says here that the wise will hear and increase in learning. This is Proverbs 1, 5. And the person of understanding will acquire skill and attain to sound counsel. Johnny just said that. Johnny's just said a few minutes ago how he is open to hearing if, let's say, a woman tells him there might be a better way to do this. Okay, so he attains sound counsel so that he may be able to steer his course in the right direction. Isn't that awesome? Johnny just spoke the word and telling you his, he's trying to line up as we all are a day at a time with the word of God. There'll be times like, like I read before that we should never let the past become a mountain to block us from the best. Because when we focus on these the circumstances, let's talk about whatever circumstances there is, whatever mountain is in our way right now. When we focus on just that, we can't see God. We're blinded. We can't see over the mountain. We can't. You see, I've been, I've been, as you know, in pain for months and I focus so much on the pain because it's a real thing. You feel pain or you may be grieving or you may feel lonely. These emotions are real. These are real emotions. But the one thing Johnny and I are trying to tell you that while we're human, like anybody else, we are working a day at a time to remind ourselves that we got God and that we need to focus on God and that with God, we can do all things. There are too many people out there perishing because they feel alone, hearing the lies of the devil and the lies that have been told to them about themselves. And they no longer want to live. But God is saying today, live, live in him and know that he loves you. And that although when you feel alone, you are never alone. The word of God says where two or three are, he is there. He does mean two, you know, guess what? Two or three. Right now, this is two people, right? But in reality, it's three. Because the Godhead, God himself, is right there. The way that he was in the lion's den with Daniel. Amen? Amen. You know, you, you, you mentioned the devil. Yes. Ever since my eyes were open, and, and I'm telling you, listen, uh, you know, we're doing a Christian-based show. And we don't choreograph anything. We're Absolutely just, not. Yeah. We're just, this is live, people. This is from the heart. I am telling you, I can sense the devil when he tries to get me and take me off track. Him and nobody on this planet will ever take me away from the Lord. I will never blame the Lord for anything. And I will never, ever stop loving him the most out of anything in my life as long as I'm alive because I live for him. Amen. And and I'm grateful, you know, I thank him every day. But it's just amazing that since my eyes open, I see these things. I see good things that happen in my life and they're not coincidence. They're not. People say I hear people all the time, wow, what a the things that happen to me, and I'm only speaking for myself, it's the work of the Lord. I get signs in so many ways, and they stick out like you wouldn't believe it. It's like they're flashing in front of me. This is the Lord doing his work, telling me he loves me. 
and it's amazing. It really is. It's it's absolutely amazing, and and I see the devil try to get me, and he knows just how to get all of us. He knows, but he can make us upset, but he can't take us away from God. It'll never happen. He try. He tries. Exactly, exactly. Because the word of God says in 2 Corinthians 10, 3, 4, though I walk or live in the flesh, in this natural you know, body, I am not carrying on my warfare according to my natural self and using near human weapons. For the weapons of my warfare are not physical weapons of the flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. We walk in the world where we feel we have their senses, but when you walk in the Lord and you give your heart to the Lord, this is for people who don't understand this. There's the Holy Spirit. Okay. And the Holy Spirit comes to abide in our temple. Sounds weird to you, huh? But it's the most awesome, awesome, awesome experience. And the Holy Spirit is the lamp onto our feet. That's what the word of God says. It illuminates the path, the way, the spirit of God in us is what leads us and allows us to see and see and discern, okay, what is of God and what is not of God. Now, do we miss the mark? Many times we do as humans, we make mistakes and we look to the left instead of looking to the right. Yes, that happens. But I assure you that when you're walking with Christ Jesus, you're going to feel what I call a tugging of the spirit of God in you, letting you know, no, 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 not that way, but this way. And letting you know that these attacks, these mountains, these things that are coming against you, definitely are not of God. They're coming. It's spiritual warfare. It's what we live. The thing is, Johnny, that before I was in Christ Jesus, I lived a life of complete bumpiness, chaos, and lack of peace every single day. But Johnny, I didn't know that there was a better way. Now we know that there's bumpiness and still chaos and still things that happen, but the Prince of Peace lives in us. And therefore, we have the ability to be able to get on the right course and say, he is my peace. He is the peace that surpasses all understanding. And we're able to rest in him. Now, Johnny, you know, it's not easy. It's not easy for me neither. But because we have the Holy Spirit, it's the most amazing, amazing part of the Trinity to me that allows us to speaks to our heart and somehow like you said we we can see we could understand and say it's almost like god is saying stop focusing on the problem and focus on me amen i i can't even describe the holy spirit amazing when god when i go to church and the holy spirit overwhelms my body i've texted you from church in amazement the holy spirit just just overwhelms me with love i can't describe it like i don't go around telling everybody this stuff i'll talk to you about it because i need to vent somehow because it's like a it's like a really good mix or a remix. I want everyone to hear it. Oh, listen to this, this work that I did. It's, it's, it's some of my best stuff. The Holy Spirit, I am telling you, sometimes I have to wear, I wear my glasses when I go walk from my car and I have my sunglasses on. Sometimes when he says, John, 
I'm here and I love you. Amen. His his presence, I can't, I can't, the love is so strong that tears just pour out of my eyes. And it's, it's the love of God. I don't, unless these people have experienced it, and it's called being touched by the Holy Spirit. And, and you know what's amazing? I tell God, I want more. Amen. More of it. I want, I want this feeling all the time. Like I, I can't explain it. I feel it right now. Yeah, me too. Amen, Johnny. Us. Amen. The spirit is with us. Yes. He wants us Thank you. to do what we're doing today. Yes. See, Johnny, a lot of people will criticize us, and they like to call us religious people. That is what they call Jesus. But no, Jesus I'm just didn't... John, listen, I'm just Johnny C. Yes. You could say whatever you want. No one's ever taken me away from God. And, you know, that's the bottom line. You Absolutely. could say whatever you want. So we just want to point out that Jesus was even called a religious man. But Jesus is was not a religious man and is not a religious man. He was about relationships, about community. Okay? He, he saw the sin. He knew the sin in people. He being sinless. And yet people even criticized him as he well helped the prostitute, Maria Magdalena, when he helped the tax collector, when he did, when he, Peter, that was extremely impulsive, he still loved Peter and with all his faults and they were all followers of Christ. Jesus put us on this earth after we have the experience that Johnny and I and billions of other people that are now Christians uh, that follow Christ can tell you this, take, it says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Because when you have, it's so simple. I just said, Lord, Lord, I need you. If there's a God out there, show yourself to me. And let me tell you, he did. Now, is the walk easy? Well, it, the reason it might not be easy in the flesh is because we want to do what we want to do sometimes. And that's when it becomes a little battle and you're like, oh, I want to go this way. But when you're walking with Christ, it actually is easier. Because the word of God says in Ephesians 4, 23, 24, that we are constantly renewed in the spirit and in our mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. And we put on the new nature, the regenerated self created in God's image, God like in true righteousness and holiness. We could only be holy because the word of God says that because he's holy and because he lives in us, we are holy. Are we perfect? No, but we are holy and we are to focus on that. So if you're having a problem today and you don't know Jesus Christ, know that today is the day of your salvation. The word of God says that. How Arlene, how Johnny, by just saying, I need you. Uh, if, if there's a God up there, show yourself to me. I assure you, he will show himself to you and your life will never be the same. It will be better. Amen. Oh, your eyes will open like mine did. Listen, I just want everybody to know I'm not some religious freak. I'm somebody that's been touched by God. Amen. And I've seen things happen in my life that made it so much better that are not coincidence. It's not coincidence. And you know what? The more you want him, the more he'll come and do for you. He will do things that will just blow you away for you in your life. I, I can't explain it. You can't pray to the Lord and say, I want to win the lottery. 
but you can pray to the Lord to help your life get better, and you will see it get better. I, I assure you he will be there for you, and it'll just be amazing. Once your eyes open, there's no turning back. You know, I could stand next to people that I I don't want to call them evil, but they have, um, I don't know. I think mean what you're saying, spirits I, in them. yeah, I think what you're seeing mean is spirits. that, I yeah, that sense you're, discerning, you're discerning, um, they're called strongholds. You're seeing the strongholds in people, you know, where it's their addictions, their ways of thinking that don't line up with the word of God. So it is spirits. You're right. It's the spirits that are definitely and, not of God. And what I want to say is that the way that those spirits come in and take mm -hmm. over your body, and I'm talking about mean spirits, demons, yeah. Whatever you want to call them is because you don't have a relationship with Jesus. Right. Once you have a relationship with Jesus, you could see the devil coming a mile away. You're not going to stop him. You're not going to stop him. But you're going to see him trying to get you. And you're going to say, no, you're not going to get me. I see what you're trying to do. And you're going to pray to God to take your burdens on his shoulder, like he says in the Bible, Amen. And, and your burdens will be relieved and things will get better for you. You have to truly trust in Jesus. And listen, I'm a sinner. I am not perfect in any way. I want everybody to know that. I mean, I'm just a, an average, normal person. And I've had life-changing moments in my life, which were not good, and I turned to God, and he was there for me, and I will never forget that ever. He is number one over everything in my life. Amen. And that's the bottom line. No so one's ever taken that away from me or changing my mind. Amen. There, in the Psalm 95, 7, 8, it says, and I hope this is your prayer, whoever's listening out there, today I will hear his voice, being the voice of the Lord, and harden not my heart. Isn't that awesome? Everything that we spoke about today, ladies and gentlemen, was not planned. Everything that we're sharing with you is not planned. The Lord says in the book of Acts that once, you know, we, we need to go out there and we need to spread the gospel. Even the AA program says on the 12th step that now that you've had a spiritual awakening to go out there, go out there and let people know, well, this is a spiritual awakening. I've been going on 30 years in the Lord. It don't matter if it's a day or two days. The minute that your eyes are opened and your heart is opened, you will see things in a different manner. You will have trials and tribulations. That's life. You will have illnesses and things that happen as it's happened to me. That's life. We live in a corrupted world where things happen, but our hope cometh from the Lord. And as soon as we are walking with the Lord, we have to not go before Lord, but we go behind the Lord. He is our shield. He is our buckler. The word of God says we hide under the refuge of the almighty. Go read Psalm 91. If you guys haven't already. So Johnny, in closing, please share some of your thoughts and we're going to close off with some awesome music as it's going to end. You're going to hear it to the end. So please don't tune off. 
because as we are still here, we want you to hear a little more music that Johnny has put together for you. Well, before we close off, I want you to hear something somebody left me. Yes, Johnny. On my show this week. Sure. And I don't find, and this is what I'm talking about. You're going to tell me this is coincidence on the day that we're doing this show. I get this comment from Thursday night from Planet Beat, which aired Thursday night at 7 live from New York. Okay? And this is from a guy that's a very good friend of mine. I've never met the man, but he praises me for everything I do and tells me I made him a better person and a, a much better DJ because of my work and what I'm doing in the studio. And this is the comment he left on Thursday night show. What's up, my brother? I missed the show, but I'm putting together something for my favorite DJ. It's so far hard to find DJs who put Jesus first before anything else, but I know that you do. That's why you're blessed with so many talents. Us old school DJs are the foundation to the heartbeat of the mix that enjoys taking people back into time when life, love, and music were new. Keep rocking the turntables and God bless. Now, I was taken back by that. I really was. Um, and that's not a coincidence. It was nice. And what happened was I mentioned our show that we're going to be doing once a month this it takes uh two is better than one and um i told him i told the audience that we all need god in our life sometimes and this is the response i got now audience people you think this is a coincidence i mean this is not a coincidence this is the spirit talking to me through somebody else telling me Keep uh, keep Jesus in your show. Keep God in your show. And it's only because of him that I have what I have. I he wouldn't have talent that I have if it wasn't for Jesus. I've been a DJ for 41 years. I had people laughing at me in the beginning, calling me a sucker white boy, laughing at me. I mean, you you have no idea, but you know what? I knew that I had something in me and I stuck with it. All the guys that laughed at me, they're nothing now. They're not DJs. They were doing you know, little mixes here and there back in the early 80s, 81, 82. I'm the one who went forward and succeeded and I'm still at the top of my game. I have the show Planet Beat on Thursday nights at seven live and uh in this studio and it's only because of god's will that i do this show amen and johnny a lot of people um i do love my fans for my music and by the way guys if you don't know me that picture on the wall back there with the pink <laughs> and me that's me that's me and she yes, is that, that was that was my one two three fourth record my first solo and that was in 1981 uh, 88 1988. i'm really particular now what i want to do or what i don't want to do and some people have just well completely disassociated themselves from me because you know they're fans of the music i get that and they're like oh she became a religious woman 
But you know, it is my call and it is what I am to do. And it's the gift of gab that God has given me to talk to you all. So we thank you so much. And we want to ask you to please subscribe to Adelante with Arlene and to Planet Beat Nation with DJ Johnny C on YouTube. Both Johnny and I are so glad to be co-hosting together. And we hope that whatever you heard today is blessed you. Johnny, anything else to close? I'm hoping that we inspired some people. Amen. Heavenly Father, Lord God, we thank you for today. We thank you that you brought us here today to speak your word and to share of our testimonies that you have given us a day at a time. Amen. God bless you all. Until next time. God bless. Sigue adelante. It doesn't, doesn't get better than this. Two is better than one. DJ Johnny C. Arlene. Thank you for tuning in to Two is Better Than One with your host, Arlene and DJ Johnny C.